Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the All D20 podcast. This will be a bonus episode uh, that we'll be releasing to the public uh, due to some unforeseen incidences with the coronavirus. Uh, We have some uh, cast members that are unfortunately very sick, uh, so we were not able to record. They are recovering. Everybody is starting to get healthy and happy, but expect to listen to some bonus content of season 1.5 for the next few weeks. Thank you so much for being a part of this and game on. This episode, oh wait, hold on, back up. Hi, my name is Joseph Musso. I'm your Dungeon Master of the All D20 Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by you, the patrons, Brian, Nathan, Nicholas, Alex, Brendan, Joseph, Jeremy, Jose, Alvino, Hillary, Corey, Jennifer, Sarah, Carl, and Peter. Thank you guys for supporting the show. Thank you so much for allowing us the opportunity to create some 1.5 season content just for you. So where did we leave off? Well, last time on All D20, our adventurers set out to sea and they ended up meeting Blackbeard and Jimbo. And as they were out into the sea, they ended up finding a ghost ship and they transported to that ghost ship and found out about Bill Hackman, and all this crazy stuff happened, and they ended up getting shipwrecked on that same ship, and it ended up being put into a bottle. Our adventurers went through a strange island called Homer's Island, where they met this really cool-looking centaur lizard folk, who also was a very powerful being on this island. They ended up managing to get through this crazy portal situation because the Fae tried to capture them. Red, red caps were involved and this elf decided that it would be a good idea to hold hands with Marza, that's Jean and Marza, and break my game. Yes, they broke my game. I wasn't planning on doing Storyboard Walk of Dreams, but they broke the game and changed everything and ended up into this crazy dream curse where they met Peter Pan and a crocodile and they burned down several forests and then they ended up meeting this rock god and they fought a giant purple worm in this dune type scenario and they met all these dark elves and Jean died. Yes. The one who held hands with Marza and broke my game, got his just desserts, and died. No remorse. In the process of that, they ended up transporting through another portal, and they get to this crazy area where they meet Mr. Stage. Welcome, 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 who ends up turning into an eyeball. Why? Because of Kithrak and the god that they are in. They're in his dream world. Lo and behold, the adventurers find this out. Marza finds out that her brother's alive after allowing herself to be possessed by an evil sword that wants to eat everybody. And what happens because of that? The sword ends up stabbing her brother and killing him. Yes, that's all me. I enjoyed it. And I hope you enjoyed it too. And then they ended up going to the end. They unlocked all of the pieces of the curse and they went through this crazy lab to do so. They unlocked all the keys and they ended up into the main portion of the curse, the core of the dream curse, which is keeping Kithrak at bay. And Kithrak, knowing that he wanted to escape, needed to remove these adventurers from the board, these pieces on the board that were created by Mab and Lolth and some of the other gods like Panora and Ponder. 
However, he was unsuccessful because they had a very loving and fun guy named Bugsy who decided for once to sacrifice himself to save them and call upon his dad, Ammon Fireblade. Or as you guys found out, Ammonruk, another god. Ammon called on Nataya, the goddess of water, to open up her portal and allow the adventurers to escape. They quickly jump through, almost quickly. Velik decides to cast one last spell and get yelled at by Ammon in the process. But eventually they all jump out and land into the water. And Marza, who can't swim, starts to drown. What an awesome way to end that, right? Well, thankfully, I was nice enough to give Rogar his carpet back after some much complaining off air, trust me. And he was able to save Marza with that carpet, and they landed on the Crescent's Revenge, which was popped out of a bottle by Captain Christo. Well, Christo started the horrible and painful process of releasing the egg from his pooch, his marsupial pooch, and an egg was there cracking and hatching, and the snoot of a beautiful dragon started to emerge, green and gold. Has no wings, just four legs. It's very long snake-like body with scales, and Christo decides to crawl to the captain's quarters and shut himself in. But then the adventurers started getting chased by demons coming out of the portal. Demons? What demons? Crazy, inky, black demons started pouring out of the portal and swarming the Crescent's revenge. And Captain, acting Captain Claw, or Quartermaster Claw, decided to take command of the ship and sail as far as they possibly can. Two weeks have now passed, and our adventurers are getting their sea legs as we start Season 1.5. We sincerely hope you enjoy. Hi, so you be catching some scurvy, will ya? <laughs> oh, Blackbeard will show you the ropes. And he pats Mars on the back. Oh. You look a little sick there, girly. Oh. Would you like something to eat? Oh. <laughs> That's not very funny, Blackbeard. You know very well that she's not very good at this. You know, some people just don't know what it's like to have sea, wag sea legs. It's just not a very good thing. Rrr, darlings, we're trying to escape demons. Do you have time to waste? Rrr, meow. Oh, oh God, I don't feel good. Sit down, Marza. Oh, it's just worse when I sit down. Have you tried lying down? Oh, that's even worse. Oh, how am I gonna, what are we gonna do? How can we get away with these with me feeling like this? I can't help anyone. Do you think we're far enough away yet? I don't see any demons. No, darling, we haven't seen anything in quite a while. But I wish our captain would come out of the quarters and do something useful for once. Well, I think he forgot what it was like to be one of the sea. No surprise if you ask me. Well, can we slow this boat down then? Maybe I that'll help. I don't think that's such a good idea, Maza. But what I can do is offer you some herbs. Maybe that will help 
calm your stomach. Anything. I'll try anything. I call them Drema herbs. And he starts crushing up these herbs that he has in his pouch. And it, it tastes a little bitter, but if you swallow it down, I'm sure that you'll feel better in a couple hours. Thank you. And she eats. I'm just going to go back to swabbing the deck now. How long until this works? I said a couple of hours. Oh, sorry. I just don't feel good. I didn't hear. I want to explore the ship some more. So it's a fairly large ship. There's uh, three masts and several sails have been unfurled. You see that there's a ballista and a catapult on top of the ship. And there is one set of stairs that lead down below into the main portion of the deck of the ship, which is broken down into two more levels. One level that has all the cannons and there's cannonballs and gunpowder. And a third level where the quarters, the actual crew quarters are for the rest of the crew where you can sleep uh, on one half. And the other half is like provisions with storage. There's crates and all sorts of different bottles and things of that nature. I want to check on the baby. Because I, I made a, a small nest for it in my room. Yeah, so you, you open up the room and it's kind of curled up and snoozing. It has a little like teddy bear, it seems like it found. There's like an eye missing. There's a piece of the stitching that's missing. Looks like it's been chewed on a little bit. <laughs> and just curl up and snoozing. I'll leave it. I'm not going to wake it. And as soon as you start to shut the door, you see like the head pop up and it stares at you and you see this long fork like tongue. Disgusting. Hi, pretty baby. It's got a fork tongue. I'm upset that it's not more like me. Yeah. <laughs> it's got Christo's freaking tongue. I heard that, and it looks very sad. You can see, like, the eyes are starting to water a little bit, Aww. and then it curls itself up into a ball, puts its snoot inside of its, like, belly area, and curls into, like, this little ball and just starts shivering. You monster. <laughs> I'll pick it up and come out to the rest of the, the party. It just stays in this ball. Marza, Velik. Yeah. I think it's time that we've named this this child. Why is it in a ball? Because it needs a name. I would like to insight that. <laughs> I have a child and I wanna I know when a child is sad. <laughs> Twenty-one. Are you gonna deceive him or No. So he's telling half truth? It doesn't need a name. <laughs> Oh, I think I'm starting to feel a little bit better. I've been thinking over some names. What do you think of Mariander Popperbottom? Pepperbottom. Let's take a look and see if he reacts. Pops its eyes open and flicks its forked tongue on Rogar's cheek. I wonder what that means. <laughs> I'm not sure. Do you have any suggestions, Marza? Mm, how about Gorp? Immediately curls back into a ball. No, no, no. Gorp's not a good name for her. Huh? What about Balthazar? Sticks his head back out and then takes its tongue and licks Rogar's other cheek. So the licks mean they li he likes it or it likes it. He is a part of 
Christo and I. Do you like Chrisgar, little one? He immediately jumps out of your arms and then it goes to the other edge of the of the ship and then curls up into a ball and starts shivering. Oh no. <laughs> that was no. <laughs> How about Leo? He doesn't move. Hmm, doesn't like that one either. Let's try another form of you and Krista's names. Roto. You see him start to, like, inch toward the edge of the ship like he wants to jump off. (laughs) I'm going to go grab him and pick him up. He starts, like, wiggling around, and he falls out of your arms, and he falls overboard. Oh, no. Oh, (laughs) Too much out. (laughs) (laughs) He starts floating, and as he's floating back up onto the ship, he's, like, shivering absolutely scared of what was going on just looking around it's it doesn't understand what's going on flicks his tongue over and over again in fear you can see the fright in its eyes and it starts to curl up in a ball while you're levitating it up in the air but uh make a perception check for me velik all right velik what have you done (laughs) i don't know perception 14. 14. In the distance, you see a log just kind of floating along, and you see something on that log, and it seems like it's actually floating toward the ship. Hmm. I'm going to levitate Balthazar. Balthazar, go back to your dad. His name isn't Balthazar. Well, you haven't chosen a name. It curls up into a ball even further. I will grab him and take him back to the room. Okay. He's still floating. So. Yeah, I'm going to snatch release. him out of the air. Oh, okay. This is dangerous. <laughs> and you are worried about me. As you're trying to take him out, out into the room or back down below, he starts like moving away from you. Like he doesn't want to leave the top of the ship. Huh. Do you like Grid as a name, little one? He starts licking your face profusely. I think he likes it. I do, too. Hi, Grid. He hops down and heads toward you, Marza, and then hops onto your armor oh. and then climbs up to your shoulders and then licks your face. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> well, I guess that settles it. From this day forth, his name shall be Grid. And by the way, audience, this was all me rolling the dice to see how the character liked the names that you guys chose. And everyone else chose. Apparently they don't like a combination of (laughs) (laughs) back to the story. So you see this log floating up. Is is it getting real close? It's starting to get closer and you see waves like and as it gets closer you see like this whatever was attached to the log kind of let go and start to float and sink a little bit into the water. It's about 30 feet away. 30 feet? Okay, cool. So then Tiramashaun on uh, the object that's starting to sink. Marza turns towards Velik as soon as she hears that. What is it save for it? Constitution if they're unwilling. It's a constitution save. So just roll a, a constitution save for me. Isn't she unconscious though? Yeah, but just roll it for me. 13. 13? And your say, spell save is? 17. So you're fine. So immediately this unconscious form starts floating up into the air next to the ship. I'm going to bring it overboard and Quartermaster Claw, 
Jimbo and Blackbeard, come here. And Marza, too. What do you got? Uh, castaway. I'm trying to steer the ship, darling. Oh, I don't yeah, have yeah. time to waste with stowaways. My bad, my bad. What you got there? A nice piece of meat. I'm kind of hungry. Har. Blackbeard, that's not very funny. We need to make sure that if it's a guest that we treat it with a little bit of respect. You never know what you're going to get when something just washes ashore. <laughs> Marza runs up to his uh, kneels next to it. It's on the, it's, you put it down the deck, right? Yes. Yeah. So you have this female dragonborn in kind of Ooh. rusted armor. <laughs> <laughs> Marza's running off from Rogar. <laughs> <laughs> and she's completely passed out. You see kind of her tongue half out of her mouth. There's some seaweed on her snoot. And she's completely unconscious. Oh my, she's unconscious. I'm going to lay on hands and slowly just caress her cheek. All right. So as your cheek is slowly caressed, you feel the chaotic energy of Panora feel you. And it actually attaches your divine sense a little bit. And it has a very strange odor, not something wild and free like Abaddon, but something a little bit more... Not necessarily dark, but not necessarily light either. Just kind of a pure chaos feel. And you're not sure if you're very comfortable with this feeling. As you open up your eyes and you see a wood elf, a human with a big, long black beard, a Gitzerai, another dragonborn, and a creature that you've never seen before, an otherling with eye stalks and eyes all staring down at you. Are you okay? <sighs> Where am I? You're on the boat with us. You're on a log. What happened? Oh, my. I'm examining them because I'm a little scared. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, backing, <laughs> I'm backing away because I, I can be terrifying. I slowly <laughs> crawl back to make sure like no one's trying to attack me. Yep. So you crawl back and um, you actually bump into Jimbo. Oh, sorry. Uh, I think you're a ma'am. Please welcome to the Crescent's Revenge. <sighs> Oh my, you're not going to take me like the others did, are you? Not unless you're willing. <laughs> oh my, what did I get myself into this time? Don't worry, they're just joking with you. Well, are we? I guess I'm joking. <laughs> I'm with Blackbeard. <laughs> what is your name? My name is Arena, and my crew needs help. Where are they? We were captured by Sahagwin. And they were all locked up in cages. I was lucky enough to escape. Who be locked up in cages? The Sahagwin? My crew. They locked uh, up my whole crew. So you're a captain, are you? Yes. Well, not a captain without a ship. <laughs> you got me there. Would Marza sense the night in her? Well, Marza does notice that she's wearing uh, plate armor. Okay. And she does see the symbol of Abaddon on the chest of the plate armor. Okay. Uh, the the twin mountain peaks. And uh, go ahead and give me a religion check. And I'll give you some more information. 20, uh, dirty 20. So yeah, you, you know that Abaddon from your studies is a goddess of earth. And it's about birth, being reborn, very tied to nature very open and positive it's a more on the the chaotic good side of things 
and uh, Abaddon is worshipped by a very select few of individuals, and it's very rare to actually see a paladin of Abaddon, but based off of the armor, which you're very familiar, going to paladin school yourself, <laughs> that this is another one like you. What's the deity name again? Sorry. Abaddon. Abaddon. I see you're a follower of Abaddon. Yes, I am. There's not many of you around. Welcome. Thank you. Please, I just need help getting back to my crew. Do you think you'd be able to help me? Of course. Are you guys with me? We must help our fellow knights. Maza, are you sure this is just, you know, we've been tricked before. Hmm, <laughs> That's true. I mean, I could just wear some armor and say that I'm whatever of whatever. <laughs> and then you just blindly follow. I mean, remember the last time you picked up some strange and well, we all saw how that happened. <laughs> yes, let's not talk about that. The uh, stink is still in your soul, by the way, Baza. Oh. Oh. No. I've just put my head down. Do you want to ask? Velvet, Marza. Yes. Come with me. I'll walk away from her. Okay. Follow. Yep. I don't think we should help. I'm tired of these adventures. I just want to go home. We can't leave somebody, as long as she's telling the truth, we can't leave anybody without... If somebody needs our help, we should help them. What kind of monk are not, you? Why did she not try and help her crewmates, though? If she was able to escape. This is true. Okay. I'm the kind of monk that wants to go home. Do you not remember what we've just gone through? I do, vividly. Well, I've been with you longer, comrade, so... Give me a moment to try something. Ulora Munda and I cast detect thoughts on Arana. Ariana. So you've been just now assaulted with this spell. Are you accepting this spell? You have no idea what it is. I initially learn the surface thoughts. I can probe deeper, which causes a save. Okay. So surface well, thoughts. Very surface thoughts. What are you thinking about? Very, very surface. I'm thinking of ways to get off this ship just in case they're planning on hurting me and okay. finding a way back to the island and how to help my crew. Okay. What are you sensing, Velik? I hold up a finger just to one moment and I want to probe deeper. Um, okay, now you actually feel this energy, this force that is trying to pierce into your head. You can roll a save. Wisdom saving throw. 12. 17. Ah! I gain insight into its reasoning, if any, its emotional state, and something that looms large in its mind, such as something it worries over or loves or hates. I think probing deeper, you find that there's a tremendous amount of fear and anxiety from this, and even more fear that her mind was probed without permission. Mm. So now there's a huge distrust and probably a hate. And at this point, you probably sense that she wants to get off the ship as soon as possible is already looking for an escape route. I think she's telling the truth. Then we must help. Rogar, won't you rethink this? I can't. I'll walk over to to her again. Where are you from? I haven't seen many of my kind. My backstory goes far back, further than we have time. But my crew were sailing out to try and find culprits that hurt our lands and we got captured we were outnumbered we were all captured 
or we would have died if we fought back. I was lucky enough to escape. I understand, but look around. There's nothing but ocean. I don't think you're going to find your crew. I'm determined to. My god will guide me. And I'll just walk away. (laughs) Good luck with that. And as you walk away on the ship, all of a sudden, on the edges of the ship, the Saha Gwen with these very sharp-looking tridents all climb up onto the sides of the ship surrounding it. Oh, no! Two of them go down below. I immediately pull out Sir Willard. Ha-ha! It's about time, Maza! Point me at our enemies! I will do a diving tackle with the one going down, down below. Like, I'll just dive and tackle him on the steps. Okay, um, roll for initiative. Let's see how all this plays out. And... Is the blue one? I guess the blue ones are guests. Nice. I can't believe how many there are. You can't see them all, Sir Willard. What do you mean, point at them? What do you mean, what do I mean? Just point me at someone and let's stab them. Ha ha! 25 to 20? 15 to 20? 17. Yay for alert. 10 to 15? 5 to 10? 9. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> 1 to 5? <five>. 4. <laughs> oh my. Sir Willard's confusing me. Okay, so the two that go down below, they immediately start running toward the direction of, almost like they're sensing something. They're running toward the direction of the cabin and they take the dash action and now they're pretty far in. That's their go for those two. The rest of Sawgwin, four of them surround Aurea and they throw nets on top of her to try and grab her and the rest, so two, Three are going to go next to Rogar that's trying to dash down below to distract him. And these right here are going to move into position. These four are going to move. This is going to go to Blackbeard. This is going to go to Jimbo. Okay, so we're going to do the ones that are attacking Rogar. So a 14 and a 16. Both miss. Both miss? Okay. So they're stabbing it with their tridents and, and unsuccessful. Three on Velik. 26, 26, and uh, 14. Jeez. I assume the two 26s hit. Yes. So you take 20 points of slashing damage from the tridents. As both of them pierce you on each side. And the ones that are attacking Mars are flanking. Natural 20. Ouch. Oh, you can't crit on me. Another natural 20, but you're right. Can't crit. But the 20s match my armor class, so they still hit. Well, it's 20 plus a lot. Yeah. So oh, fair enough. 14 points of slashing damage from the from the tridents, from those guys. They're trying to capture you. And they're going to do attack roll with the nets. A 16, 18, and a 19. Uh, 22. The 22 hits. Okay, okay. so uh, you're wrapped in a net and you're now restrained from <sighs> the net. And the net has lightning damage. So 
So you take two points of lightning damage from the net as it courses through your body, trying to paralyze and hold you in place. I also need you to make a constitution saving throw for me, please. As you feel barbs from the net stab into your flesh. Oh, lucky point. For my lucky feet. Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Thirteen? You start to feel poison course into your veins as you drop unconscious into the net. Oh, no. It's a Sogwin's turn. Velik, you are up. All right. I'm sorry, everybody, but be prepared. And I can... Oh, crap. You're going to hurt us. Nazanora Boralis, and I cast Sickening Radiance on my spot. Oh, no. On self. Okay. Yes. All right. So when they start their first turn there, or if they move into it, they make a constitution saving throw, and it's 4d10. What? Where's the radius? Uh, 30 foot radius. Centered on me. Do you have control of uh, adding that radius, or do I need to do it? Uh, He's doing it. Yeah. Is that only a square I can do? Oh, there's hold alt for circle. Hold alt for circle. Okay, so Jimbo gets a natural 20. Blackbeard fails. Quartermaster Claws safe out of the radius if it's centered around you. Pass. So Rogar and I have to roll, right? Yep. DC 17, what save? Constitution. Constitution save. Okay. Half of them fail. 20, dirty 20. Nice. And then you also have evasion too. Yep. So that means you're not affected at all. No, it's a con save, not deck save. So you're still affected. Yes, deck save. So mm-hmm. you take half. And this, uh, I have advantage since I've got Sir Willard out. Cool. <laughs> rolled a you're 10 also on affected both. as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just looking at I rolled it. a 10 on both, so I got a 12. So you fail? Yep. 18. 18? Okay, so you pass. So you're going to take half. 27 radiant damage. Okay, so 13 for halved and 27 for whole. Can I rage? <laughs> Wrong character. <laughs> I'm going to rage anyway. <laughs> you can be really mad. Yeah. And anyone who fails suffers a level of exhaustion. Felic, I was just starting to feel better. Maza, I think it's time for me to take a nap. No, no. Damn it, Felic. I'm sorry, we're in a situation. What was the half damage again? Sorry. 13. 13, 13, thanks. But you see, several of them drop. About four of them drop dead, just wither away into nothing. And they also... Emit dim greenish light, five foot radius, makes it impossible for them to benefit from being invisible. Okay. Anything else, Felic? Nope, that's it. All right, Ray, you are now unconscious right now, and you just took some more damage from sickening, another 13 points of damage from that, and you're also going to take, from his sickening ray, you're also going to take an additional 10 damage from the lightning of the net. All right. We're supposed to be helping her, Velik. What has gotten into you? Welcome to your death. <laughs> it's nice to meet you guys. All right, see you next game. <laughs> and they are all going to attack you while you're unconscious to knock you out non-lethal. Natural 20. Natural 20. Are they reactions? No, they're not. 
I'm using a special ability. Yeah, that's why I said damn. <laughs> it only works when they're captured. Oh, okay. Whew. So you take an additional 30 points of non-lethal damage. Ouch. Okay. Are you still conscious? Yeah. Unconsciously conscious? Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right, Araya, you can try to save from the poison. So it'd be a constitution save to see if you can wake up. Okay. With disadvantage. Six. Okay. You are still unconscious. Rogar, you are up. Two have dashed underneath below. There are a couple that are surrounding you. What do you do? I'll run up to one. I have 50 movement speed, so I'll catch the closest one. All right. Well, you have two right next to you. So are you leaving that the adjacent of these two? Because they're diagonal to you. Yes. I will use a key point to disengage. All right. Key point disengage and you're going down below? Yes. So we're just going to move you off the map so that it makes sense. You have one that is standing right in front and another one that looks like it disappeared into your quarters. And it's very narrow hallway. Are you going to try and get past them? No, I'm going to fight the one that's right in front of me. Okay. You've chosen a very bad day. I'm pissed off. Attack. I would like to be pissed. <laughs> okay. It's 26. 26. That is a hit. For five. And I will take a left uppercut. Oh, nice. Oh, man. Rainbow punch? Yes. Do I have any lucky charms anywhere? Let's see. I do. Oh. Toss it over. Does the spell require us to do Sorry. something? <laughs> okay. My turn. That's better. 21. Yep, that hits two. And you get the 2D, was it 2D? D12? Yeah, 2D12. It's rainbow energy. Golden rainbow energy comes from your left punch. 17. 17 damage. And you just like crash. You sm- you punch so hard that you actually crash into his skull and the rainbow just like, makes the skull explode. And then there's like this horrible fishy gut smell all over the room. Mm, delicious. I'll lick my fist. <laughs> okay, is that your full action? Yep. And that's, bonus action? I moved and yep. And all right. That's good. Rogar, you're done. Marza, you are up. All right, so I've got to do the constitution save, right? Because I'm in the... No, you had everybody do that at once. Oh, that that includes the start of my turn. Yeah. Oh, okay, perfect. I'm going to swing Sir Willard at the one in front of me, or the one behind me. Okay. Come on, Sir Willard, let's get this. Wake up. Okay, (laughs) Mazza. 23. Good hit, Mazza. Smells a little fishy, though. 10, uh, 16 points of damage. Okay. Bonus action, second attack. Damn it, it's not bad. It's not. Okay, yeah, second attack. Oh, Sir Willard, why aren't you wait? Why are you doing this to me? 14. You're the one handling me, Maza. You're limp. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe if you did something to wake me up. I'm just so tired. I heard there's a little blue pill that helps with that. (laughs) It's 14 hit. Nope. Cling right off of the uh, the fish scale armor. A bonus action, Sacred Flame. 
my okay. ability that you gave me. I rolled a 17 on the die. Oh, matches. Tough little Jumps fuckers. out of the way. That's past turn. Okay. Does he jump out of the way? Doesn't it give me a... No, he just oh, out of the way of the it. out of the way of the sacred flame. <laughs> He's still in there. Okay, within the five feet, he just moved. All right. The Sogwin goes into your quarters, reaches down and grabs the lamp, and then jumps out the porthole and starts swimming away. The rest of the Sogwin, they grab their prey, and then jump over the side of the deck into the water. Oh no! Where are they taking her? The other Sogwin immediately start jumping and swimming away. Can I chase? I want to try can something. Can you fit through the porthole? I want to try something I don't cool. think you can fit. <laughs> I want to try to dive through it. I make myself small. Use an acrobatics check. and. All right, give me an acrobatics room. check. Let's see. <laughs> I feel like, where's your levitate spell? I just hear splashes. Oh, 15? well, we can see her being removed. 15? All right, so you get through the, the hole and you're almost all the way through and then you get stuck like midsection where your big thighs are. <laughs> so you can hear, have your arms are sticking out and you see just this like splash of water. <laughs> you're Damn stuck it. in the portal. <laughs> Too thick. Oh, you're T-H-I-C-C, bro. <laughs> can, I, can I try to push the rest through? Yeah, you can try to push. Check. What kind of check? We'll check. Strength, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> it's 14. Yeah, you're stuck. You're like stuck, stuck. You've, you've now wedged yourself in here. So the only way you're going to be able to get out is if they cut you out. <laughs> oh, yell out, Marza! And you watch, too. Like, you see the net and the four dragging the this now unconscious body over the over the boat. And you see all of this happening. And you see all the other Sawagwen jumping into the water while you're stuck. You see bloop, 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 bloop. A couple of them pop their head out, laugh at you, and then go back out underneath. Um, Damn it. Are we still in initiative order? No, we will find out next time. Oh, no. Oh, shit. I have an idea. Oh, no. I was ready, too. I was like, okay, we got this. Uh, Whoa. You hate me. (laughs) (laughs) What did I do? So what do we want to name it? Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, um, word. Overboard? Oh, I like that a lot. Overboard. Or castaway? Yeah, like, castaway is good. I do Wilson. like overboard. Overboard <laughs> on many, many accounts, yeah. right? There's a lot of things that play overboard. Because you go overboard on your torture of me. You torture me. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Please. Like so, overboard. overboard. Second and third? Yep. yep. You like it? Okay. Second. So here's the deal. Patrons, this is for you. And this is something that I wanted to offer you on top of this, because you're the only ones that are going to get to listen to this unless we decide to make this bonus content way later on down the road. If you have a better name or if you feel you have a better name for the episode, post the name that you think you have that's better. And then I will post it in our messenger chat and us collectively will say, no, we want to keep overboard or yes, we will choose your name and you can help us name this episode. So this is another way for us to give back to you to say thank you 
for creating this, or if you want to embellish overboard, if you feel like that's not good enough, this is what we're going to start doing with our Patreon-only content. We're going to give you guys also the opportunity to name the episode, but DM discretion. If I really don't like the the name, I won't even mention it. So, you know, if you're like, dicks out for Harambe, that's not going to work. <laughs> like, I'm not going to post that. So, I'm just letting you guys know that that's not very kosher. And, uh, you know, we want to talk a little bit about our special guest, Sarah Bohan. So, Sarah, you're a patron. So, thank you for supporting the show. Of course. Um, and being part of this. And I just thought that, you know, it would be fun since this is patron-only content. Actually, you know, all of us are supporting the show. All of us are actually patrons that are in this room right now. So, it's kind of cool that, you know, we're able to give that back to you guys. And, you know, it was really fun to have you, you know, kind of play the adventure with us. And I'm sure that there's more that's going to happen the next couple episodes. <laughs> But now you're drowning in the ocean, being pulled by a whole bunch of uh, fish people. Man, if only they believed me. Right? Contention with this. <laughs> Martha has such a hard time getting anyone to do what she needs them to do. Game, would kill you, do. <laughs> you can't yeah. carry a game over like that salty DM. Uh-oh. <laughs> and Joseph must not, must not like you. You show up and he's just <laughs> killing you. Like crazy. <laughs> Like, you just, take this damage. Just no, playing the game, man. I know. Just playing the game. That's okay. Your inner will come back. What's yeah, your hopefully. hit points? Yeah, hopefully. What are your, ma- your max hit 100. points? 100. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I had 45 after that. Now I'm 40, at 94 yeah, 45 now. after 94. that. Yeah, paladins, man. So that's what <laughs> paladins and their beefy hit points. And then 19 armor class before Shield of Faith. Oh, wow. Which gives me plus two. <laughs> Yeah, so you can get up to 21. Makes you really hard to hit. No, it's awesome. (laughs) You you know what doesn't work? Dexterity saves, con saves, all the different saves that you can do. That's why I love those. That's why I like the nets that I have have different effects. You just spice it up a little bit. You know, that's fine. You can have high armor, but that's not going to stop you from falling in a pit. (laughs) so those are the things that i i pay attention to and i know a lot of dms are like oh man you know i wish their ac wasn't so high just work around it you know this is a wonderful world of dungeons and dragons that you can be a beefy tank but you know what you're slow your dexterity isn't going to be very great you're gonna be clunking around you can't be quiet walking around in all that armor clank 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 you're not going to sneak up on that dragon and the dragon just peels you back like tinfoil right so you're you're nicely roasted into a tinfoil armor and delicious little decadent snack so who uh picked grid who was the the person brian yep all right brian well congratulations you helped pick the character name for the baby dragon which we will learn more about as we go through this adventure and it was a little interesting to see Rogar just kind of jump out of character and be like, no, I don't want to help anybody. I just want to go home. Yeah. It was. Rogar's, he's over it. Marza was really shocked. <laughs> he's been through too much crap, man. He's, he's done. He's homesick, right? He just want to go home. He's ready. You have a little baby to take care of now. Yeah. So oh, it's so daddy be. instinct kicking in. He's like, man, I got, I got a kid to take care of. I don't need to be out adventuring. Yeah. <laughs> don't forget, he said, Ew. My, you did say ew. Well, the, t- the tongue. Yeah. Hey, it's gross when your baby pukes on you or pees on you. Like, ew. Like, yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Marza, um, she's so quick to uh, help her and not question is because the last thing she wants to do is get where she used to be because of her choosing Panora and stuff like that. So she's any distraction and you were saving your crew was a distraction so that she wouldn't have to face the music. <laughs> I was awesome. starting to trust her, but then they walked away. 
which made uh, me scared. Yeah. <laughs> and then your mind was assaulted by... Yeah. Jeremy, Jeremy Mentally you, penetrated. <laughs> Jeremy, do you wow. know the difference between allies and enemies? Because you seem to always attack us. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Like, do, you know, do you know the difference? I told you to prepare. <laughs> no, I definitely don't trust every, you. Every time Jeremy does anything, he hurts his party. Yeah, it, uh, you know, I think it's some passive aggressive, just like whatever happened to Jeremy when he was younger. He, let it, <laughs> <laughs> he just lets it show in the game. <laughs> Kill everyone. No. <laughs> I should have commented on Bellic's probe face. <laughs> wow. Is that your probe face? Oh, no. Gonna get my probe face on. Oh, man. I'm not even touching that. I'm glad this is only going to patrons. <laughs> well, guys, we sincerely hope that you enjoyed this first episode. This is thanks to you that we're even taking the time, energy, and effort to do this. So thank you. Thanks for your patience. It. Yes, thank Let you. Let me get us out, getting this out there and, and for your support. So have a good night, evening, or day whenever you decide to listen to this. Bye. Bye.